The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 65. It must be Santa. Hello? Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan, please oh, say you can hear me. Oh, it's all went quiet. I don't know. I thought Billy had been cut off. No, it's because I'm having trouble with my equipment. That's what it is. I am my dog. And well, also also with my recording gear as well. Oh, bless you. Oh, this oh, time of year with all the This time Christmas. of year, Merry Christmas to you, because this is the Sue Morgan Christmas Podcast. Yes, well, I'm looking forward to this. So, Merry Christmas. And yes, Merry Christmas. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, then um, I hope your Christmas Day is going well. And uh, yes, uh, as you say, Happy New Year, as w- New Year as well. But we can do that next week because it will be New yeah, Year. Yeah, of course we can, but yeah, Christmas today. Let's deal with Christmas first. Yeah, Grimbo, Santa Claus. Yeah, well, um, I have to say that it's been very stressful these last few days, not knowing exactly what's going on. Like, is there going to be any restrictions? Isn't there going to be restrictions saying to people you're not going to go to places and and then people getting upset when you say no because no restrictions have been put in place? It's been absolutely wild. Been mental, aren't it? Mm. But the update is that there might be some tougher restrictions coming for the new year. Well, at least he's going to let us have a Christmas. Yeah, that's nice of him. So, yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. kind of Mr Johnson. At the time of recording, we still don't know what's going on. And maybe when it gets to Christmas Day, we still won't know what's going on. But anyway, so Sue, who are you spending Christmas Day with? I'm going to be doing it with Billy and Michael. Michael and Billy. My best, yeah, the best mates in all wide world. The dynamic duo. <laughs> the terrible three, innit? I, I saw you this week because you popped up and gave me some, some sweets, which was very kind of you. Thank you very much, Sue. You're welcome. Are you scoffed them all yet? No, I've not even opened the tin yet. It's a, it's oh, a tin of Quality Street. Yeah. What's your favourite Quality Street, Sue? Um, the round ones, that toffee. The toffee penny. Yeah, mm. those. It takes you ages to suck on them. I like the ones with salt, with caramel and a little nut in the middle of them. Are those the are those the purple ones? Yeah, I'm the purple guy. And yeah, th- you're the purple man and the orange one. Lots no, of be- it's the yellow one, isn't it? Yellow one, yes, not orange. Yeah. It's the toffee yeah. penny. And there's the toffee stick as well with the chocolate around it. Yeah. I used to like those growing up, but now I'm definitely um, sort of the purple one with the chocolate and the, the caramel. I want to say salted caramel, but they had these out before salted caramel was a thing. And it has a little hazelnut in it, doesn't it? And I think most people don't like that, so those ones get left to the end, and I'm like, like rubbing my hands with glee going, ho, 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 all my favourites. <laughs> More for you. More for me. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, so what I thought we'd do today is we would uh, have a little bit of a Christmas quiz for you. Oh, lovely stuff. And see whether you can get more questions right than the celebs. There's, there's a little quiz this week in one of the papers. Gemma Collins dropped a clanger on The Weakest Link. I don't know whether you saw that. When host Ramesh Ranganathan, the new host, because the lady who was yeah, the host... Yeah, because I've seen one of his the other day, yeah. um, the well, celebrity one. Yeah, well, the lady who was who was the host of that is now the host of Countdown. Is that right? Yeah, I think? that's Anne Robinson. Yeah. You're the weakest link. Bye, goodbye. Well, yeah, I like Anne Robinson. Yeah, but like she doesn't her. do The Weakest Link anymore. That's Ramesh who no, does it. No, she don't, no. Anyway, the GC, as she's called got stumped on a question. And so, basically, these are the questions that the people on The Weakest Link got wrong. See whether you can get them right, OK? So yeah, here go we on, go. Man, I'm probably sick. No, you're not. Don't be silly. Who played Vietnam veteran John Rambo in five action films? Who played Rambo in the movies? Sylvester Stallone. You're saying Sylvester Stallone. You are right. Harry Redknapp, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, thought it was Bruce Willis. Mm. So you got it right. 
Yeah, Question. So I'm cleverer than what Mr. Redknapp is. Did you get it right as well at home? Yeah. Number two, how's that is an appeal to umpires in which sport? How's that? Um, would it be cricket? It is cricket. Oh. Well done. Ex Geordie Shaw star Charlotte Crosby on Celebrity Mastermind said tennis. <laughs> okay, in which city is the Olympia Stadion built for the 1936 Olympic Games and used by Germany's national football team? In which city is the Olympia Stadion? Um, Ger- would it be Munich? You're saying Munich? It's not Munich, it's Berlin. It's Berlin. All right. But let me tell you, you you were closer than cricketer Monty Panesar when he did Celebrity Mastermind. He said Athens. <laughs> Germany's national football team playing Athens. Um, so you were close. I mean, Munich, Berlin, between friends. Well, it, it's still Germany. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the 2019 book, No One Is Too Small To Make A Difference, is a collection of speeches made by a Swedish climate change activist. What is her name? She's, she's a bit like Marmite. Some people love her, some people hate I her. I don't know. I'm going to go for some sweet... Um, is it not Ulrika Johnson, is it? It's not her. No, it's not Ulrika no, well, Johnson. Well, she's Swedish. It's good enough for me. Greta Thunberg is the lady's name. Oh, Greta. Yeah. Somebody said on Celebrity Mastermind, Sharon. Sharon? <laughs> Sharon Osborne. I don't know. Just Sharon. <laughs> In science, water is composed of hydrogen and which other chemical element? and uh, is it oxygen? It is oxygen, well done. Wow, and I were crap at science. Well, yeah, well, you knew that. H2O, obviously. Is yeah. It? So you, you got that. See, you're not you're not as uh, silly as, as you are looking. <laughs> um, <laughs> you cheeky game. Sorry. Uh, somebody <laughs> no, said, you're all right. <laughs> somebody said acid. Somebody said acid. Specifically associated with Christmas, which species of deer is known as a caribou in North America? Gotta be a reindeer, innit? It is reindeer. Well done. You're doing very well, I have to say. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer courses. The only Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. What L is a person who unthinkingly joins a mass movement and is also a small rodent? Oh, a small rodent. Uh, so you, it begins with L. It does. If you ju- if you jump into things and follow other people into things. They they jump uh, off cliffs. They used to be. A, they used to be. I'm giving you clues here. They used to be a computer game based on them, and they used to fall off the sides of things if you didn't build a place for them to go home to. I used to love this actual game, to be honest. Not leapfrog, is it? It's now? not. It's lemming. 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 Never heard on it. Never heard of a lemming. Uh, nope. nope. No, I've not. Um, the Pixar film Brave is mainly set in which UK country? Um, I'd go Wales. Really. No, it's Scotland. Brave, Braveheart. Oh, Braveheart, yeah. You could have worked that one out, I reckon, if you'd, th- if you'd, yeah. if you'd not just jumped straight in there. <laughs> one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, said to have existed in what is now Iraq, is known as the Hanging Gardens of where? Oh, I don't know. Come on, you should know this. Hanging Gardens of... The Hanging Gardens of Eden, no. No, um, Boney M had a song about the place. Oh, um... By the rivers of... Babylon. Babylon. Yeah. That's a bit like our podcast, babbling on, isn't it? (laughs) In European folklore, which nocturnal supernatural creatures are said to have come from the region known as Transylvania? I've no idea. Come on, you've got to know this. Oh, come on. Transylvania. You're making them really too tough and hard. This isn't hard. This isn't hard. Okay. Listen, uh, it is with me. Do you remember Sesame Street? 
yeah. And there was a long time. And there was there was somebody who go one, ah, 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 two, ah, 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 three, ah, 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 ah. He was called the Count because he was good at counting. But he was what was he? Is it Duckula now? Oh no, yeah, yeah. You're you're in the right light. What was Duckula? It were a duck. I know. A bit like Orville. But he had fangs. Um, Although having said that, Count Ducula. Dracula. Ducula. What is Dracula? What is he? He's a vampire. Oh, well done. You, you're there. You've made it. You've got it right. Well done. I'm a vampire. We had to go around the houses there a little bit, didn't we? <laughs> Just a little bit. Oh, my goodness. In in A Christmas Carol, which I watched, by the way, at the weekend, it gave me nightmares. It made me think whether I need to change my life up and and uh, try and be a better man. <laughs> I thought I was thought, am I as bad as Scrooge? I think we all want to be better. Better people. <laughs> In a Christmas Carol, what is the name of Scrooge's old business partner who makes a spooky Christmas Eve appearance? Bill Sykes. It's not Bill Sykes. Come on, think about this. Bill Sykes was in Oliver. Oh, are you all one? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, I probably only know this because I saw it. It is Jacob Marley. Oh, Marley, like Marley and me, that's a sad film and all. <laughs> Not like Marley and me. <laughs> I always cry at that. Well, yeah, is it, it is a sad Well, they have to have the dog put to sleep, don't they? All right, they? well, you spoilt it now. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's like Lassie always used to make me cry as well. Oh, Lassie, I used to have a dog when I was a kid called Lassie. Every time the Lassie films come on, yeah. Yeah, oh, man. And, you know, the oh, other film yeah. that used to make me cry at Christmas... Uh, the one with the bunny rabbits, not bunny rabbits, with the hairs. Oh, Watership Down. Oh, man, that one. Oh. Yeah, the Used to scare me. And uh, right. I watched E.T. and I was crying at that today. Really? What, because he went home? Yeah, because it's sad. Wait up, spoiler alert. Why is it sad? It is. It's not that sad. Because them kids thought that E.T. That e. were going to die. He couldn't stay there forever, could he? No, but try telling a young kid that. That's true, but you're not a young kid, are you? How old are you, Sue? I'm 59. Well, 58, they, though. There you go, 58. 59. So, really. I'm, getting, I'm geriatric going into 16 a bit. <laughs> uh, we've got a few more questions. Uh, in The Wizard of the Oz, in The Wizard of Oz, which of Dorothy's companions didn't have a brain? Uh, and don't say Watco. I wasn't in it. Which didn't have a brain? Um Tin Man had an art, didn't have an art. Uh, the brain, oh, that's scare, is it not the scarecrow, or it? You're saying the scarecrow? The lion. No, you, which, you, which, you're saying the scarecrow, that's your oh, first... Oh, the scarecrow. You're absolutely right, it was the scarecrow. I thought so, well Tin done. Man needed an art. Yes, just like me. Yeah, just like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you've got an art, Mr Watco. It's buried under all of this fat. <laughs> Um, in the title used by some members of the British royal family, the letters HRH stand for His and Her Royal What? Highness. Yep, you're right. And the yeah. final question is, which US TV channel based in Atlanta, Georgia, was launched on the 1st of June 1980 to become the world's first 24-hour news service? Oh, uh, not Sky News, were it? No, not Sky News. No idea. It's three letters. Um, three letters. Uh, I don't think it's a channel you probably watch very often, to be honest with you. No, so. no, no. CNN, CNN, CNN was the answer. Oh, uh, that, yeah, I don't watch it. Well done, you did very well, I have to say. If I had a little round of applause button now, I'd be going, well done there, well done. <laughs> so where's the crew then tonight? Uh, Billy's in bed. Billy, are you getting up or not? Come on.
Come on, you idle git! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Billy's in bed. He's, he's on his way. He's on his feet done today. Tropper just has been to his flat to do his feet. So when you say do do his feet, what exactly do, do they do to his feet? Uh, cut his toenails and... Right. Uh, Massage. They go into... Well, I'd sort of... Do his feet. Massage. Does, does yeah, he have a massage? Okay. Is it happy ending massage? Mine in two months. Are they? Hey? Nothing. Uh, so, <laughs> so is he here then? Where is he? What, what's he doing? He's coming. Billy, come on! Gee whiz. Can't believe he's in bed. He's missing the recording of the Christmas Day I podcast. Can't put light on a bit on the room. Can you not see where he's going? Hang on a minute. Just hang on, I'm just going to go and switch his light on. His go on, go, and, put it, bat. go and put dark. his light on. Go and put his light on. I'll not be a minute. Shout and tell me when it's on. Hang on, Billy! He's on his way. All right. I, I, I feel a bit bad now. We've got him out of his bed to just get oh, involved with this. Don't worry about that. He'd be going mad if it come on Christmas Day and he wasn't on here. He wasn't on it. Yeah, he'd be upset, yeah, wouldn't he? So, yeah, he would. So. How's your fancy man? Oh, him. How I'm is he? I'm going to be seeing him over Christmas. Barry. Yeah, Barry. He'll be... Uh... Michael's going to sort him out. Right. Okay, goodness. So you're going to ditch him then? Well, I can't ditch him. Like, he's an old colleague, yeah, but he can't help it. He's old, isn't he? Right, I suppose. Oh, here he comes, whistly, whistle. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas to fly the ones we used to. be Very good. Uh, have you been having singing lessons, by the way, Billy? Yeah. You sounded very much like Bing Crosby there. Yeah, yeah you've got the same. Dull- I used to watch him sing them that often. You used to watch Bing do Quite his thing. Time. Well, it's like Bing's been reincarnated, and um, he's arrived on on the Sue Morgan podcast today. Beautiful. Oh, by the way, I got paid for that. Uh, uh, I got paid again for that. Um, um, uh, Karaoke in uh, You got paid? I got paid don't, don't for it. You, you got paid not to sing? Sorry, you got paid £200? Yeah, pounds. not to sing. <laughs> I, I mean, you know something, I did that. I've been at Audrey. Do we have someone back I was in, uh, I, I got a property here. I'm running to the house. <laughs> wow. I didn't know. There you go, then. I found it, but you didn't know that. Did you? I did not know that. I did not know that. You're absolutely right. I need right. beautiful babies. No, no trouble, no doubt. Not like the bloody, bloody house. 
Right. Black cows are mad. Oh, my goodness. You can't say that about... Moan, moan, bloody minute. Moan, moan, moan. You're as bad as Adele. You're as bad as Adele. Bloody Christmas. Yeah. I want to miss you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and everyone to tomorrow. Oh, is that Manfield Football Club? A Merry Christmas. And a happy new year, but I still support Man United in Bamford. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed how that you have jumped on the bandwagon since Mansell Town have been doing okay. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly you're mentioning them all the time. Unbelievable. Yeah. What can I, I say? I, yes, Merry Christmas to you as well, Billy. They got Mr. Max's postponed. You know why they got them Max's postponed? What they did to me, Mark? I'm a bloody sorry. Again. No, they didn't. Oh, uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just making stuff up as you go along. That's what it is. He's making it all up, isn't he? Yeah, he's just making it's been it. Been years up. ago since he went to a stag match. But yeah, he 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 desperately wants to go now. They're doing well though. Anyways, yeah. look, yeah. I've got I some. Might, some... Glory on I might be coming to watch him stag match. So it'll be more match sport workers. Yeah, you're a glory supporter. Glory supporter. Right, yeah, okay. Well, I'm sure. Well, we. What, when they get to the Premier League. <laughs> right, okay. They'll never, they'll never get to the Premier League. How do you know the market? It's not good enough. They play football like toffee. <laughs> what, they play football like toffee? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I, I said that, but I watched the matches of a week on TV. And it was fantastic way to play that now. Right. Brilliant. Right, OK, it's now time and for some Sue's headlines. Up. We need to do some Sue's headlines. Here we go, here we go. Biscuit lovers. Oh, are, you a bis- are you a biscuit lover? Biscuits, um, I don't eat as many biscuits as I used to, but, yeah, I do like the odd custard cream. I thought, digestive. I thought when I saw you, you had um, a bag for me, which was the which was the, the lovely uh, Quality Street, but you had another bag. I'm sure it had biscuits in it. Uh, biscuits? It looked like there was biscuits in the other bag. It, there wasn't. Well, there wasn't. All right. Okay. Fair dues. There were Kit Kats. There were Kit Kats. They're sort of biscuits. <laughs> they're not well. Yeah. Them chunky chocolate ones. Yeah. I suppose the one. Well, I suppose they're they're chocolate. They're a mix between biscuit and chocolate bar, aren't they? So yeah, chunky. Can you get that. four for a quid. Anyway, listen to this. Biscuit lovers are facing a price crunch as the cost of their favourite treats goes up. McVitie's, which makes Jaffa cakes, hobnobs and penguins, has said prices will rise due to COVID, staff shortages and business costs. The rise matching inflation, 5.1%, would add 5p to a pack of chocolate hobnobs. What do you reckon to that? That's disgusting. They're not going to put my biscuits up. I'm going to put value ones. Yeah, but they probably might put the value ones up as well. What are you going to do? I'm going to go crazy. I'll ask for a rise. Oh, my goodness. David David Murray from the uh, McFitties brand said, It will flow through to higher prices. I've never seen challenges like this. He's what he, That's what he said in the biscuit world. Do you like panto, Sue? Love panto. I haven't been one for years. Oh, I love a bit of panto. Um, yeah, I used to love going to panto every year. Have you been to university, Sue? Uh, like so you've now. not you've not got a degree. Oh, I, I was thick at school, me. You well, you did pretty well in that. I did, we didn't add up how many you got in the uh, in that. Wait a second, let me. More add. than what celebrities did. That's very true. I'm just going to write, write well, uh, one, two, uh, three, four with a bit of help. Five, five, six, seven, 
Eight. You got eight out of a uh, possible... Eight is my lucky number. There you go, then. There it is. You got, <laughs> there you, you go. You got eight out of a possible 14, which is a bit of a strange number of questions, but there you go. The, the, anyways, the reason why I'm asking about pantos and going to university is maybe you could go to university and study this degree dedicated to pantos. So basically, oh, right, is that what they're doing now, yeah, Sta- are Staffordshire University will teach the one-year master's course called Contemporary Pantomime Practice from next year. It will offer research and practical study into the much-loved Christmas tradition dating to the Victoria era. Oh, no, it won't. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, yes, it will. Students will also devise, create, produce and perform their own original show in the local community. Panto favourite Biggins, Christopher Biggins, who's sometimes a dame, says... When I was starting my pantomime career over 50 years ago, I wish I could have gone along the route of getting an MA in pantomime. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Wow, there you go. Things are wild, but not as wild as this final story. McDonald's seemed to have served up faster food by installing exercise bikes at its restaurants. Video footage shows diners tucking into burgers while pedalling away on the branded workout equipment. So people have actually got bicycles exercise bikes whilst eating Big Macs. What's going on? I don't know, but it's probably the gate to get rid of all the calories while they're eating them. That's true, like, sort of like... I you, wouldn't mind doing something like that. It's like spinning, but in McDonald's. Mm, um, no, where do you think... a Big Mac meal. Where do you think this is happening? There's a picture of a lady here on the bike while she's... Well, uh, it certainly ain't Mansfield, is it? It's not Mansfield, no. Where, where do you think it is? It's, it's a different country. It's not our country. Where, oh, not our country. Where have they got the exercise bikes at uh, uh, Probably America. It's not America. It's not America. Canada? Not Canada. I have no idea, then. It's China. That's where they're doing it. China. A Big Mac meal contains a massive 1,080 calories, Sue which means customers would have to cycle for around 130 minutes to work off the total. This little video, this clip is on TikTok. It's gone viral. It's had 38,000 comments. TikTok users were impressed by the health-conscious idea seen here in a, in a diner in China. One wrote, this is like using your phone while charging. Another posted, this concept is amazing. But a third was not so keen and commented, still more calories consumed than burned. Unless, obviously, you're riding it for 130 minutes. But you'd be kicked out of the restaurant, wouldn't you? Go, you've got to make room for somebody else now. But they, do you think they should start doing exercise bikes in, the, in Wimpy's, Wimpy bars? Yeah, of course or? they should. Or Happy Eaters. <laughs> yeah, bring it down to Mansfield. Yeah, we want to be able to go on, on our bike when we're tucking into our chicken nuggets. So yeah. so that brings to a close, Sue, the Sue headlines on this uh, Christmas Day edition of the Sue Morgan podcast. I've got some Christmas traditions here explained. If you want me to explain a tradition, go, explain that one. I'll run through them, OK? Just yeah. shout the one that you want to know, OK? Yeah. Uh, why do we set fire to our Christmas puddings? Why do we put presents under the tree? Why do we have a tree in our homes? Why do we go to pantomime? Why do we kiss under the mistletoe? Why do we pull crackers? Why do we eat turkey on Christmas Day? Why do we eat mince pies? Why do we send Christmas cards? Why do we put Christmas lights up? Why do we put up Christmas lights at Christmas? You can choose three of those, Sue, if you can remember them. Which ones are we going to go for? All the chuffing lot of them. We can explain why. We're not explaining all of them because we've not got the time, but we can do three. Let's do three. fire to Christmas pudding. Okay, brandy is usually poured over the pudding. And it is lit to represent the passion of Christ. The sprig of holly on the top of it represents the crown of thorns he wore. In the Middle Ages, it was thought to have healing powers. Mm. So now you know. 
Yeah. Um, two more. And uh, the Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Uh, the Victorians would decorate their trees with candles, which you would think would be a mistake, really, wouldn't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, it's, it's a bit dangerous, that. Ed- Edward Johnson, an engineer and vice president of the Edison Electric Light Company, unveiled the first electric tree lights in 1882 in New York. The light displays in London's Piccadilly Circus first went up in 1922. Candles and eventually lights were used during the midwinter in northern Europe to brighten things up and remind people it would be dark and miserable forever. Mm. No, to remind people it wouldn't be dark and miserable forever. It wouldn't be. <laughs> and one final one. Go on, snogging under that mistletoe. This is that. I knew you'd choose this one. I knew you would. Of course you would. Should we, should we have a quick snog now? You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa! When is a dog not a dog? What's that got to do with? When is a dog? When is that got to do with kissing under a mistletoe? What did the other chimney say to the other young to smoke? Yeah, are these the cracker jokes then? These are yeah, bi- Billy's crackers. Billy's crackers have the same yeah, old jokes here. By the way, how did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side? What did you get? Dear, oh dear. There we go. You... Whoa, whistle, whistle, whistle while you work. It was whistling. Why do we kiss so under the mistletoe? go on then about the mistletoe. Okay. Explain. Why do we kiss under the mistletoe? The tradition of hanging a sprig in the house is supposedly linked to the ancient Druids, but the custom of kissing under it began much later. The earliest recorded mention is in a musical from 1784, in 1843, pictures of kissing under the mistletoe appeared in the first edition of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. It's back again, which mm. may have popularised the act. Fun fact, the word mistletoe comes from two Anglo-Saxon words, missile, which means dung, and tan, which means stick. Dung stick. Translate Don't mistletoe stick. and you get poo stick. Not exactly romantic. So there we go. Mm, so, there you go. Do you feel like you've been enlightened? Yes, I've been enlightened and I've learned some it. As I'll probably I'm, not be able to remember like. I'm sitting here in my Christmas jumper. Do you do Christmas jumpers, Sue, or Christmas T-shirts? or? Um, I haven't done one for a couple of years. But you used to. What was what was the what was on your Christmas T-shirt or jumper? It was the Santa Claus. Santa uh, Claus. Not the Santa Claus. The um, oh snowman. Weirdly, I'm wearing one with a snowman on now with a little fluffy bobble hat and a little scarf and a carrot for a nose. The carrot for the nose is sticking out. And uh, a few years ago, I was wearing this, putting the bins out outside of Watco Towers. And my my neighbour from across the road started shouting, hey, big nose, hey, big nose. I was like, oh, was he calling me a bit cheeky so-and-so? I've not got a big nose. How can you see that anyway? Because, you know, it's it's dark. What, sorry, what are you saying, mate? Big nose, hey, big nose. And then he, I said, don't call me big nose. He said, no, not not you. The snowman on your jumper, It's it's got a carrot nose. I was like, all oh, right, okay. Gosh, I thought he's calling me big nose. So, yeah, I'm, wear, I'm wearing that jumper now. Anyways, look, look, have a fantastic Christmas, Sue. Yes, and, and you too as well. And we will meet, we'll meet again. Again, um, go on, nowhere. Well, we do. New year. 2022, the next time we release a podcast. Wow, so this is the last one of 2021. 2021, we've done a whole year yeah, of podcasting for you. Merry Christmas to everyone. Get stuff in, get plenty of turkey and stuffing down you. Down your neck, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, have a good one, Sue. Thanks for all your podcast heroics this year, Sue. Oh my God, it's been a, it's been a buzz. It's I'm been wild. It. 
It's been wild. And yeah, so uh, we'll see you next Saturday. Yeah, okay then, my dear. Don't eat too much because you've got to go back to no, fat no, fighters in the you. new year. I mean, I'm not bothered. I'm not starting no diet nah, until after after New Year. So the next podcast, you might be starting your diet on the first? Um, more than likely. Wow. Well, I might wait till the second. Yeah, yeah. Wait till the <laughs> second. Right, take care, Sue. Be good. Yeah, same to you. Love you all. Stay Bye. safe. Bye. Bye.